0: Humans. I'm wild Lee and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast that is celebrating its three-year anniversary of collecting the most personal stories from lovely humans all over the world in an effort to make the world a more loving place. Our guest today is Ageless, a goddess who uses whatever pronoun is most suited for the moment. This goddess is a lover to all humans of all genitalia and personal identification, as long as they are lovers. She enjoys being worshipped, receiving tribute, and unlocking self-love in her lovers. She is a sexual artist and a creative, and her mortal body comes from the middle of the United States, but her origin is in all of us. Welcome, goddess.
1: Thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure to be here.
0: I am truly honored to have you on this show. I will be honest, I have never interviewed a goddess before, so please forgive me if I ask any ignorant mortal questions.
1: No questions are ignorant. I love a curious human.
0: Thank you, goddess. So, goddess, I am curious... I normally ask lovers who come on this show to rate themselves on a sexual shameometer with ten being the most full of shame and one being the least. Is that a question that even makes sense for a goddess?
1: <laughs> it's a question that definitely makes this goddess giggle. I don't really play with shame. If I had to answer, I would be negative infinity.
0: okay. And can you just give us a little overview of what your sexual interactions in this mortal form are like right now and what your favorite parts are?
1: Oh, my goodness. There is so much pleasure available in this human form. I'm receiving worship and pleasure in both digital realms and physical realms. And Oh, I don't know if I could choose between the two, which is my favorite, but I think I would lean towards the physical being my favorite. And one of my favorite parts recently is to have a lover worshiper lick my body from toe to head and endow me with compliments as they go.
0: That's really hot. So they lick you from toe to head everywhere. Does that sometimes include zones that lead to climactic ecstasy?
1: Why, yes, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. It's all pleasurable and only a select few are granted access to the entire temple I inhabit. Beautiful.
0: And goddess, this is a question I like to ask mortals because we have to use these things called words to communicate. I know you're familiar with the
1: (laughs) Yes, I know. They're so imperfect
0: most of the time. But can you tell us as best you can in this moment, what does sexy mean to a goddess?
1: Mm. Sexy means enjoyment. It's pretty simple. Feeling good and going after what you desire. That's sexy. sexy. Thank
0: you, goddess. Now, I understand that in your current form, you are not playing very much with shame. But I assume that your mortal form at least has some sort of experience or maybe history with it. And I know that you're aware that humans have it. So can you tell us, with your infinite wisdom, how do you recommend mortals talk to each other when it comes to having sex with each other in ways that create lots of safety for human containers?
1: Mm, Yes, safety and absence of shame. This goddess would love to see the mortal humans speaking to each other clearly From their gut on what they desire, simply communicating what they desire in terms of safety and respect, as well as what they desire in terms of sexual specifics and pleasure seeking, really just asking for what you want and knowing you deserve it.
0: Is that something that your worshipers typically find pretty easy or are there ways that you have to guide them through this safety process that you can share with us?
1: Oh, I absolutely guide. I am very open to teaching my worshipers. I really like to give them a path to walk down so it's easy. So I have clear conversations with them up front about safety requirements so that they can worship my temple with good manners, hygiene, condoms, dental dams. I also love laurels. I bring all of these specifics up in the conversation right away. And of course, any mortal that is invited to lie with me, to touch my temple, I will be examining their temple first.
0: Do you mean like literally, like physically? like you Oh, yes. Them? How? Can you tell us details, please,
1: goddess? Oh, absolutely. So I use an alcohol wipe and my powerful vision to closely examine the genitalia. I get behind foreskin if it's a phallic being. I spread open lips if they are present. I get up close and personal and I clean with the alcohol. I swipe the skin. I look for any wincing, any cuts, any reactions, any abnormalities such as sores or bumps, any discolored discharge, anything that looks out of the ordinary or unsafe or really unhappy. And if any of those abnormalities or concerns are present, I advise the mortal on how to take good care of themselves so that they can heal their body and come back and see me.
0: Beautiful goddess, I'm afraid that I find that very arousing, and I'm shy to tell you that. But I trust <laughs> that it's okay to share that with the goddess. Oh,
1: the worshippers find it arousing as well.
0: That was my question. They're not awkward about yes. it. Yes. Wow. How do you do? You just tell them. You instruct them, and they stand still, or what do you do?
1: Well, yes, they stand still, and yes, I instruct them, and I believe that my calmness with it puts out a presence for them so that they're calm. I also communicate really clearly. I make them comfortable because they know that this is part of the worship. This is the goddess checking to make sure that this worshiper is worthy of convening in a sexual act with a goddess. So they want to present themselves. They want to pass the test. And they literally drop their pants and trousers or dress or whatever they're wearing all the way to the floor. I turn on a bright light and I get up close and personal.
0: Goddess, with your infinite wisdom, do you think that this is something that I could perhaps bring to the land of swiping with regular mortals out in the regular dating world? I I think I would like to do this and also have this done to me.
1: I should hope so. I should hope this would become standard practice in the wild. What you speak of, the human dating world, the wild. <laughs> I've taken this temple into the wild a few times, and I have incorporated the practice in the wild as well. But where I usually convene my worship sessions in person is not the wild. It's a very special very magical temple where i meet worshipers to convene
0: is this in the 3d world here
1: this is in the 3d physical realm it's a very very special place the only place in your country where courtesans are permitted to play
0: Ah, i think i see okay okay
1: maybe off air, I can tell you exactly where that is.
0: I would love that very much. It's always been my dream. I'll just throw this out there to photograph a goddess. So I will just say that.
1: Dreams do come true.
0: (laughs) I certainly hope so. I am so excited to hear details about that. But first, being in a mortal form, can you take us back to those early years? What has it been like? And how did this goddess self evolve from a mortal to now you are a fully embodied goddess in a mortal body what was it like at the
1: beginning Mm. well i was also a fully embodied goddess at the beginning in the young years in this body i found pleasure between my thighs around age five or six using just my fingers it was so divine and so intuitive and then as the body aged Being that I am inhabiting a being with crevices and not phalluses, I became subdued. There was a certain amount of shame pushing me, the goddess, into the background. I would still have touches with the divine. I would still experience pleasure and sex in this body. And in orgasm, I would tap into that feeling, but it wasn't until I experienced an extreme rupture, a heartbreak so big that it cracked open this heart and enough light shone in that it woke up the goddess that was in the background and the light was almost blinding and calling me forward. And I stepped through and I came back into that same spirit I embodied at the young age to where now I'm living fully, like you said, embodied, fucking who I want, when I want with consent and experiencing so much divine pleasure in solo sex whenever I want. Wow.
0: Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that the foundation to an awesome sex life is excellent mental and physical health, but if proper rest, exercise, and a healthy lifestyle aren't leading to the blood flow you'd like when and where you'd like it, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises, and the process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with awkward physicians who aren't trained to talk about sex lives, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Juice tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That is BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. I have a follow-up question, goddess. I think I can connect with a lot of what you say, except for maybe the last part about being fully embodied. In your introduction, it says that you're a part of everyone. Does that mean that—am I touching little bits? Those moments that I've described for our listeners where I've said I felt transcendent with my former master, was that what you were experiencing in your mortal form? Yes. Are you saying I have a goddess in me?
1: Yes, I am saying you are and you do and— All beings on this earth are actually divine beings. Mm. You absolutely have a goddess within you. You have many parts within you. The goddess is one of them.
0: I love the idea of a goddess being literally inside everyone, like the masculine and the feminine, maybe a god and a goddess and everything. Okay, so what is goddess solo sex like? Can you start there? What is it like? What are the details? How do you touch your mortal form? What are your favorite things? And any advice? (laughs) Oh, it's one of
1: my favorite things. And the key word is soul. Solo sex. So I love to use my imagination during solo sex. I feel like it, it's you to a divine place, a very creative place, yes. and the energy of sex is creative. One of my favorite things to imagine during solo sex is mortals worshiping me in both a financial, energetic sense and a physical sense. If they have phalluses with their seed, I love imagining a mortal being kneeling before me, giving praise and compliments, maybe getting to touch me, maybe eventually getting to take me from behind and have their turn with a goddess. And the whole time praising and worshiping, I even imagine coins dripping down or Being on a bed of money and just receiving, receiving, receiving up until they explode and give me their seed in tribute, which I usually like to see on my backside.
0: The seed or the money? (laughs) They're one in the same. (laughs) But both. Wait, goddess, can you help me understand? You were a goddess. Do you mean literal human money? Like, what does that matter to you? Oh, yes. I love
1: this game that humans have created to play with money and how money can be used as an energetic exchange. So I love to receive worship in the form of tributes and tithing. It goes back to the ancient times, really, of goddesses in their temples welcoming in mortals who are seeking pleasure and accepting their gifts.
0: Okay, so I'm hearing the receiving of energetic gifts. You said both financially and physically. I'd love to hear details about the physical, and I'd also love to hear details about The verbal, was I correct in understanding that some of the worshiping is verbal with phrases? Like, what do you like to specifically hear and what do you like to specifically feel?
1: It's so funny on the verbal because occasionally I do convene with a silent mortal and I always know that they are simply speechless at the presence of the goddess. But when they are able to come to words, I love hearing things like, You're perfect, you're beautiful. Oh, you feel so good. You feel so good. I get that one a lot. And one of my physical parts that worshipers think is most magical and perfect is my assholes. I have a divine, magical asshole, and they love to stare into it. It's like they can see their future or something. (laughs) They love it. And I love letting them look. I love spreading open. I love availing myself to mortals and letting them look.
0: So can you paint the picture for us? You just allow them to peer inside or are they allowed to spread? Can you give us details about the specificity of what a worship session might be like?
1: Being a goddess available for worship, I do meet a lot of different mortals and I have to be discerning. So I take my time. I read their energy. I talk to them and I decide what I feel comfortable with in that specific exchange. And I communicate that. I make limits and boundaries. Some are granted full access. Some may only touch to the edges of the divine crevices.
0: Do you follow? I think so, but I have a really literal mortal brain, and I really, really appreciate super-duper details. So if the goddess wouldn't mind walking us through the specifics of, say, someone wanted to come worship you, It sounds like that's available in 3D person, but also in the digital realm and maybe the energetic realm. But if I were in the 3D realm coming to worship you, what would the process be like?
1: Let me paint you a picture. Close your eyes. And if you're listening, close your eyes. Take a deep breath with me. You're in... A beautiful desert landscape. You can see so many stars twinkling in the dark night sky. The Sierra Nevada mountains are in the distance. And in front of you, a temple with shimmering blinking lights. You approach a door. The door is locked. You must ring the doorbell for entry. When you do, you're welcomed and greeted by a beautiful lady and you enter into a parlor where your vision is graced by a giant chandelier, French furniture, black floors, smooth and glossy, a fireplace. You see a white grand piano in the parlor and If you have an appointment with this goddess, you may be greeted by her playing you one of her original songs. If not, we'll say in this case, you decide to partake in libations in the bar lounge where you can converse with several different courtesans. And when I meet a mortal in the bar who seems worthy, I lead them on a tour of the grounds, and then we go back to my private quarters to discuss what I want in that moment and what tribute they might be able to offer me.
0: Wow. Now I'd like to know very many more details about this discussion. So you invite them into your private quarters and you just tell them what you want?
1: Well, we take our time. See, The Temple of the Goddess is also an erotic art gallery. Hanging on the walls are pieces of my erotic art. So I like to take the mortal in. Of course, they take their shoes off. No mortals can wear their dirty shoes in the goddess's space. And then they're allowed to step into my private quarters where they can view my art on the walls. They can view these renderings of the divine in human form, gigantic artwork of my ass, my mm-hmm. nipples, my entire body, nude. And I usually offer some guidance because a lot of mortals come in, they don't think they know what they want. So I usually guide them by being pretty descript about what I want in that moment. Am I wanting head-to-toe licking? Am I wanting massage? That's one of my favorites. Am I wanting them to enter me? And we discuss what tribute they can offer and if I'm pleased by that tribute or not. And if I decide that I will accept their offering, then we have an agreement and we move forward into the physical.
0: Wow. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) Can you give our listeners a little overview of some of your favorite ways that you've been worshipped?
1: Absolutely. As I mentioned, massage is one of my favorites. I love to have physical touch on every inch of this body except inside. I usually like to keep the mortals outside at first for this part. I like a long foreplay lots of massage or licking, really having the mortal take their time to explore and appreciate the hills and valleys. And another favorite form of worship for me is dance. They may touch themselves while I touch myself from a distance. And I love to move this body to amazing music, which of course I curate divinely and have them either speechless or gracing me with compliments as they admire me.
0: Beautiful. So I love it. You have worshipers coming to admire you. I love the idea of them complimenting you while you dance. You mentioned that some worshipers are allowed to penetrate you. When does that usually happen? If there's a usual. I know that goddesses, everything is probably unusual and heightened every single day. But if you could say, what factors influence that for you?
1: When I can feel that the worshiper is putting every ounce of devotion that they can towards the goddess and that they want nothing but to respect me and give me the tribute they know I deserve, then I open to receiving them and I allow them to enter the goddess. Wow.
0: So it also sounds like you have many worshipers who are very, very happy to not necessarily enter the goddess crevice. Maybe they're not prepared for it, but they sound like they are still very, very happy. Can you tell us a little bit about what they're enjoying and what you enjoy in those instances? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Entering the goddess is a great honor and very few select mortals are invited. So, yes, many of my worshipers do not enter and absolutely enjoy themselves to completion. And one of my favorite spaces to do that is the digital realm.
0: Oh, how so? What do you do? Do you watch them or how does it work?
1: There's a space in this digital realm that I've found that some humans created where I can meet worshipers all over the world. It's only a space reserved for true loyal fans and worshipers. And I endow upon them my erotic art, my dancing, my own worship of the body that I inhabit And they intake this art and they please themselves. And one of my favorite communications with them is to receive photographs of their seed when they've finished. And I'm very specific with them. The photographs are to be only of the seed. Nothing else.
0: Ooh. So I'm gathering that nothing else means no members, no body parts, simply the seed. But what backdrop do you like the seed to be on so you can see it clearly?
1: I love my worshippers. They're so creative. My favorite one that I'll mention that I've seen so far was on a beautiful offering plate. It was gold with carvings around the edges. And in the middle was this male mortal seed dedicated to the goddess.
0: Oh. That's amazing. And also very opposite. I used to have a master and he used to write like fuck slave in my name and then he would come on and it's kind of like the opposite. But I felt very worshipped by that. (laughs) Yeah. Wow.
1: Beautiful.
0: Wow. Okay. So we have you in the physical realm. We have your amazing body that likes to receive massage and head to toe licking and all sorts of delicious things and some people are invited in if they are energetically present enough to have that invitation and others sound like they're working their way up or are very very pleased with worshiping you from afar well it sounds like you also have worshipers who are in the 3d space who don't penetrate you is that correct many of them yes Yes. okay okay so come tributes galore aside from come tributes Are there any other erotic things that you love about your human container that we haven't touched on yet?
1: Oh, my goodness. This human container has so much pleasure available. Mm. I love experiencing it in taste, touch, sight, sound, and smell. And one of my favorite ways when I do find those worshipers who are worthy of entering the goddess is to have them from behind penetrate me. While I feel myself from the front, I use my middle finger as a wand of pleasure on this gorgeous clitoris, and I get to travel to such heightened realms of divine pleasure when I orgasm. Wow.
0: Are there any forms of worship that you have not yet explored in this human container that are on your deep desire list? <sighs>
1: Yes, I have a deep desire to milk mortals. Do you know about this? No. Milking is such a beautiful practice of extracting the seed from those who have the phallic genitalia. It is my deep, deep desire to milk mortal men and collect their seed in vials.
0: Do you mean? One vial per seed? Or do you mean, like, I'm imagining a vial full of your worshiper seeds. Is that gross? I love that idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining an apothecary-type kitchen where I have vial after vial, each one an individual
0: mortal's seed. That is so fucking hot.
1: <sighs> wow. Dreams do come true, so I'm sure it will happen for me.
0: That's amazing, and I cannot wait for your collection to grow. I would also like to know, what is it like being in a space where worship is the norm around all of these other goddesses where it sounds like worship is also the norm for them? What is that like?
1: Oh, it is beautiful. It is utopia. It is heaven on earth. You can feel how these goddesses know that they are deserving of worship. And it's what I want all mortals to come to out in the wild. When you are lucky enough to be in this magical safe space, you get to walk around and feel what it's like to be divine and to know how deserving you are of all that you desire.
0: Okay, my frame for gods and goddesses is a lot of mythology that came down through imperfect human containers shall we say do goddesses like each other or is it sort of more like with the greek and roman mythology where they're always kind of fucking with each other like what's the vibe like between all the goddesses
1: oh the goddesses absolutely lift each other up they offer to each other tips and wisdom they hold each other in those darker days they play with each other if they so please. It's a very friendly and supportive environment.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yes, some of the goddesses there refer to it as Ho Heaven or the Oasis or the Divine Temple. It's a beautiful utopia. Wow.
0: So normally at the end of an interview, I ask our guest if they could go back in time and tell younger them a piece of sex advice, what ages would they pick and what would they say? But I think because you're a goddess and what a silly question anyway, what message could you give to the sleeping gods and goddesses inside each of us? Maybe to mine, if it helps to be specific.
1: Hmm, beautiful. To all those gods and goddesses within you, I would say, wake up. It's so fun out here. You're gonna feel great.
0: Practically speaking, because I'm all about mechanism and implementing things and tangible advice. How?
1: Practically speaking, I would ask yourself, what if I allowed myself to go after what I desire today? Take it one day at a time and just treat it as an experiment.
0: That is very good advice that I will practice. Thank you, goddess.
1: My pleasure.
0: Lastly, I like to give each guest an opportunity to ask me a question.
1: I would love to know, what is your deepest, darkest desire?
0: Well, I think I am a human being that does my best to follow a lot of, I have so many desires. I don't know if any of my desires are dark, But I think my deepest ones are in this realm that still is human taboo. And I think I would just like to explore a lot of what you're exploring.
1: I love to hear that. The more the merrier.
0: All in divine timing, I'm sure. We will see, we will see, we will see. Beautiful goddess. Thank you so much for joining us today on Sex Stories and for celebrating our three-year Sex Stories anniversary.
1: Congratulations and thank you. It was
0: delicious to be here. Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcast, especially Spotify, since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. <laughs> I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at YOLE, or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats. yolicom slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me, and the link is in the description below. Thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love, to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm. Thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support. Please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection.